Good morning, everyone. Jim here, live from Jim Laird here from Largo, Florida. I want to say something other than it's a beautiful day here in Largo, Florida, but it's a beautiful day here in Largo, Florida. I mean, look at how pretty it is outside. Speaking of pretty, here's Miss Lauren. Good morning. Good morning, Jim. How are you? I can be sweet. <laughs> And I can be sour too. I am well, thank you. I've got a I've got a brand new computer here, so um, it does look different. I was gonna say, yeah, it, it, it the the picture looks maybe a little better. Hopefully, but, what kind uh, did you get? So it's the same. It's a ThinkPad by mm -hmm. Lenovo. It's this. The other computer I have is the smaller version. This is the X1. This is a bigger, like a fourteen or fifteen inch screen. The other one is this, or maybe it's a fifteen inch screen, but this is the bigger one. It's the exact same model, just more power, better camera. Right. <clears throat> the reason I got it is because it's actually water resistant. It doesn't have a fan. Um, so like when I'm in Nicaragua in the humidity, it's not right. going to suck the, the the air into the computer when I'm outside. The picture the is other... much clearer. Thank you. I appreciate that. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. No, but... it's great. We want to Yeah, the, the smaller laptop doesn't have as good a camera but the the reason i got it is because it's got a cellular connection mm. so there's been times when our internet's been out and, right and, uh, and i've had to do it on the cellular and there's times where i'm going to be moving around a lot here in the next little while i'm going to be like the the gypsy you know kind of drifter kind of thing you know where in the world is jim laird yeah the kind of the clint eastwood Carmen rider <laughs> you, you you ever watch any of the eastwood movies yeah sure he, Stillman's never seen Josie Wales. Well, I can't say I have either, but I love. Okay, him. well, that you need to put that on your list. I'll put he's, that on my list. He's never seen Pale Rider, Hang Him High, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. The Good, The Bad, The Ugly. I've seen. <laughs> so, so let, let's give a little recap of what's going on. Of course, Doctor Stillman will be fashionably late as always. He kind of pops in at the last minute or <clears throat> several minutes after, which is totally fine. He's alive. He's allowed to do that. Yeah. So um, basically today, right after this, we've got, we're doing a mind, body, medicine, blood pressure thing, which is part of our bonus for our fundamentals of wellness course with coaching that we're continuously adding content to. So if you want to be, get on next week's uh, topic, uh, yeah. which I can't remember off the top of my head, um, get on our email list. You'll get that email Mondays and Wednesdays with the link to that. Um, so we're, we're giving away free content for you being on our email list. Just go to stillmanwellness.com. When the pop-up pops up, put your email in there. That'll get you on our list. And uh, to, on Saturday, Dr. Stillman with Clark Engelbert is doing a minerals uh, webinar, which a lot of people are really into. Yeah, and excited. that link is in the description below. That's here live on, on YouTube. So you'll be able to get in on that. Uh, as well and he'll also be if we have we have a few spots left into our htma uh coaching or you know they run you through an htma and they teach you how to interpret it we have a few spots left in that so we're sending out another email today to the people that are on the wait list if there's any spots left over by the time the webinar he'll be making that announcement and making it and making it public so so that you can get in on it so they're a great team dr Stillman. They are. They're, they're good. I've, I've been on a lot of those. I've been on a lot of those calls. They're they're yeah. very helpful and people just love the course. And we've actually they've, they're going to be doing continuing education, too, which they the, for the people that just finished the first course. Yeah, they just released like a round two. 
So there's going to be continuing education. So you can learn how to how to work with people using HDMAs. And uh, it's a very valuable tool because you can pretty much get them anywhere. Yeah. They don't have the the restrictions that the, the blood work does, right? Or some of the New other York's, New York's a little iffy, but New York is a little iffy, but there are there are ways around work. that that yeah. we won't talk about here right. because we're already shadow banned enough. Mm -hmm. so what? We're already shadow banned enough. We don't we no, don't even make it even worse. <laughs> I was saying, what? what How dare you? we teach our clients to work around the system and get healthy? How dare we? How dare I know. We? That's right. So, we do such so you you actually sent me this this article. Yeah, it's um, an interesting week. I'm getting. Let, let me let me read the title out. Yeah, go ahead. No, it's okay. No problem. Because we got this. You also got to remember when we do these that people are listening on Spotify. They're listening on iTunes as well. So this goes out to you both you, both of our YouTube channels, both our Facebooks. This is live on Twitter as we speak, not to make you nervous. Oh, great. Thanks. Um, and then it's live on LinkedIn too. And then we have some people that upload the MP3 and put it on Kajabi on podcast, which goes out to Spotify, Apple Play, and a couple other places. And so a lot of people will watch, will listen to just, they'll not watch the audio. They'll listen to just the audio. So we always got to make sure we, you know, we, we can, you know, we need to read stuff with questions and stuff like that. So basically there was an article she sent me, Miss Lauren sent me from the Wall Street Journal, Wall Street Journal. And it seems to be, I think you were about to say, there's this like mainstream media attack on hormone replacement right now. It's just full frontal assault, hormone replacement, peptides, Anything that has anything to do with people like raising their vibration, getting them healthier is a full frontal assault right now. So can hormone replace, can hormone uh, therapy raise your risk for Alzheimer's? That's the title of the article and the link to it is in the description below. So take it away. No, I'm so glad you said that, Jim. Like there's, a, there. that's what I was going to say before. There seems to be like an attack this week on hormones and all things, you know, that, you know, tend to optimize our bodies and the way we live our life, especially as we, we age. And this, the article, I'm just bringing it up one second, um, was in the Wall Street Journal. Um, and, I, and I actually think it was well written, but the, the title is sort of like, Click it's click it's clickbaity. It's right? clickbaity. Mm -hmm. So can hormone therapy raise your risk for Alzheimer's? The medication might lower or at least not increase your dementia risk if you take it in midlife. And I don't like how they say it's medication. You right. know, it's we're not medicating a woman with estrogen. We're we're helping to, you know, balance these things at some point in your life if, if there is a deficiency symptom, um, and women, you know, seek to take hormone replacement for all different reasons. So they, would the word, uh, would the word optimize be, uh, be appropriate? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, they, they get into the study. I keep clicking off of it. I'm sorry. So it suggests this new study suggested that hormone therapy might lower or at least not raise your dementia risk if you take it in midlife. For older women, the study found some signs that the medication might raise it. Again, I hate that they use the word medication. Um, the findings don't resolve the debate, meaning you know a lot of these studies that come out, the 
the end all be all of it is, well, we need more, we need more research, right? So it did in this, they said it did look at 50 prior studies and give one of the most thorough answers for what we know now. And this is, you know, understood pretty clearly in many different realms, younger women who started it. So when you start it early, you get the most bang for your buck with estrogen right. and hormones. Because yeah, there's, wanna... less of a, there's less of a fall off, right? Absolutely. So they had a 32 reduced risk of developing dementia compared with women not taking anything. Um, women in that same life stage taking combination therapy, estrogen plus another hormone, and they call it progestogen, which, you know, we always, when we say these hormones like estrogen and progest, they use progestogen, you know, you never want to use a synthetic form of these Correct. hormones from right now or a, some can say it's opinion, but just a lot of research has shown that too. Um, also had a reduced risk, but it wasn't considered statistically significant. So this is where it gets a little interesting. They said for older women who started taking the hormone therapy more than 10 years post-menopause, the study found some indications that taking combination hormone therapy might raise the risk of developing dementia. The signs weren't strong enough to be conclusive. Now, I wonder what like, I just want to know the mechanism of action that they looked at to see that it, you know, raised the risk of dementia. Right. And, I, and you know, the fact that they don't even, like, take anything else into account other than yeah. just the hormones, right? Well, that's, that's a good point. So I was very pleased to see that this professor, uh, Maki, she's uh, the professor, a professor of psychiatry, um, psych and ob gyn that's a great mix so she did say um you know that change wasn't necessarily because of the hormone itself and it might be because of a woman's decline in age and overall health because many people today have a higher rate of diabetes obesity you know other right. metabolic conditions that could raise the risk of dementia by itself right so again this is sort of Clickbaity, very clickbaity. You, you know, but and if if somebody doesn't fully read through these articles and understand what research is and the different types of research, this is where the fear that we spoke yep. about earlier this week comes from. Right, and it's obvious this week in particular they're 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 trying to drive this fear of hormones of peptides with with headlines right. like this and and you know it's it's interesting there's there's two factors involved in it look, let's look at like prostate cancer for example for years they thought high testosterone was the driver behind prostate cancer to the point they castrated men because of it right which is absolutely insane my mentor uh, one of my mentors a guy named louis simmons who's absolutely nuts <clears throat> he would always he got two things right i remember when i was competing in powerlifting be more well, he got more than two things right, but the big two in the hormone world were never take an anti-estrogen. It'll make you weak. And he was right. It's not It's not good for you to take yeah. to suppress estrogen <laughs> when you're taking testosterone in men. And he said, <clears throat> if you get prostate cancer, double your testosterone immediately. You know, and so now there's a lot of people asking the question like, okay, 
testosterone levels keep going down and down and down and and prostate cancer goes up and up and up so maybe it's the lack of testosterone that's causing the prostate cancer and, right. and not to mention nobody gets any sunshine on their junk anymore right and then so, abraham morgenthaler wrote this great paper where he tested whether or not men with prostate cancer or cancerous changes in the prostate had a higher risk of prostate cancer or um, either new or worsening if they were on testosterone replacement therapy. And he found that in fact, they do not. Right. So there's no truth in this idea, at least based on the best literature, which is still a small sample size, but there's no evidence based on the best literature that prostate cancer is a contraindication to testosterone use. Well, and, and that's and we've why got this, we've got yeah. this society now where men and women's hormones are just obliterated. Mm -hmm. And they're, what happens when you have, you know, say you've got a, a you know, somebody who's in their thirties that has a testosterone level of three or 400, whereas 50, 60, 70 years ago, they'd have went into their forties, fifties, sixties. We see, you know, men with testosterone close to a thousand in their sixties was very common, not that long ago. Mm. What happens when you start at a thousand and you have that nice gentle decline, but what happens if you start at 300? and you start declining like what are the ramifications of that you know a society of docile absolutely emasculated um very obedient very unimpressive men that's what happens you got your th 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 thorith out on that one the thorith do you, do you notice my new my, the new laptop the camera wow i didn't you know what now i did notice it but i didn't realize i didn't put a put two and two together yeah, Lauren noticed it right away. She's really? like, your 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 visual is so much better. It's yeah, very clear. Yeah. yeah. So really showing off that Florida sunshine. I know. And all the greenery down here. It's beautiful. We have you can't all move to Florida. One day. Can't all be that lucky. Said you can't all move to Florida. No. Right. You still coming There's down, Lauren? There's oh, too many yeah. people. There's too many people here already. That's why we're. That's why we're skating where the puck is going, right? That's right. Skating where the puck is going. We're getting some property in Nicaragua, um, so. which is what my Substack was on today. But yeah, did you have any more? Uh, she basically went through a nice summary of like, oh yeah, how they're yeah. looking at this no, stuff, I, and I, I think this whole the whole I, I think the vilification of hormone replacement therapy is going to go down as one of the greatest psychological <clears throat> operations in the history of the world next to the beer and, bug yeah because when you really understand what these hormones do they help you remain young and healthy and vital and mitigate all of the diseases and i'm not going to say diseases all the symptoms and signs of aging and they so they keep you young and healthy and well and if you look at how drugs proliferate on a patient's medication list after menopause and with men during and after andropause, it is a direct consequence of the metabolic dysfunction, i.e. age-related changes associated with decline of these hormones. And so, you know, the reality is this is what's wrong with the commoditization of science in the West. In the West, science has become a commodity. Because if you have science backing your position, people take you more seriously. It's probably the ultimate social proof. Oh, I, I have, the studies have shown, mm -hmm. right? And so because of that, industry has understood that they need to create 
a certain amount of scientific literature to back up their economic position to protect their assets. And so they've created this massive amount of noise and confusion in the scientific literature where, you know, very sadly, professors are not rewarded for great discoveries anymore. They're killed. Yeah. Oof. Oof. <laughs> Brutal, Jim. You got anybody I mean, in mind? I could think of a couple off the top of my head. Really? I mean, defunded. I mean, defunded. Defunded. Yeah. I mean, killed is, killed like, is, uh, killed is, well, let's just say, I don't know. Shunned. Or we have a lot of questions about how some people have met their end in yeah. this uh, country, not only recently, but the last few decades, um, really last several decades. But anyway, I mean, the point but is... But if you get all your funding removed and you're you're pushed out of yeah, the, the environment... Your career like, is at, I mean, look at some of the people in certain, um, you know, in the in the climate change space that, that have looked at the data right. and, and all of a sudden changed their mind and all of a sudden all their funding is gone and they're just, you I know, know, kicked out. I, know. I mean, it's, I know. there's no... Um, it's a I really know. good. That is James. That is kind of lack of sleep impact hormone levels. Absolutely. Yes. It, lack, lack of sleep, sleep will decimate decimate and, your um, hormone levels. It's very strongly associated. Sleep deprivation and shift work are strongly associated with Alzheimer's and dementia, heart and disease, cancer, all the things. So, all the things. Um, but yeah, what I was saying is, science has really been commoditized because of this, and professors are rewarded, as I was saying, for the volume of papers that they write and not for the quality of the work or the value it brings to society. And so you get these really clueless bureaucrats and technocrats who think, oh, this research is so interesting. We've got to fund more of it. And real world people, clinicians, you know, regular folks look at this research and it's like, why did you think it was important to study, you know, simian virus number 51 and whether or not it can affect or infect, you know, Right. Or jump from rhesus macaques to, I don't know, parrots. You really thought that was worth our tax dollars? But what happens is they're like, oh, I've got this long CV. I'm the president of this and that. And I saw this happening in academia, and it's why I left. I left because I looked at how academia was going, and I thought these people are the most puffed up, arrogant, narcissistic windbags on the planet. They're not actually making a contribution to our society. They're grifting off the taxpayer to create all these studies that create what is truly just confusion. Because if you look particularly at epidemiological studies that we talk about all the time, like let's take cell phones and, um, and illnesses, right, with wireless radiation. All those studies you look at, the vast majority of them, you can write, if, if you spend 20 years studying this topic, you can do four studies for five years and have four papers or half a dozen publications out of it when you could do one study that was bigger longer 20 years in length instead of say five or four or whatever and you'd have fewer publications and you'd have spent more time on it and you'd be less rewarded for it and that's why our epidemiological studies here in the west they'll say oh there's no evidence that this or that or the other thing causes an illness well forgive me for pointing out that the average person lives several decades so if you're not doing epidemiological studies on that time scale why don't you just pack up your bags and go home because you're really just creating confusion out there for the public. And that's why I say to people, if you're basing your health decisions on the epidemiological literature, you are basically waiting for the last indicator to show up. I will, I, I say that 
by the time the epidemiologists figure that something is bad for people and the public health establishment comes around to that way of to, to the, the reality, like smoking was the great example of this. Many of our industrial chemicals are a great example of this. You know, great movies like uh, Civil Action, Aaron Brockovich, you know, these, and uh, Dark Waters. These are great movies where this is all dramatized and in very real fashion, unlike a lot of Hollywood productions. But by the time the epidemiologists have come around to reality and woken up, it's because the bodies are stacked, stacked so high and so deep that no one can pretend they're not there. I mean, any idiot can see that smoking affects your health. And you have to be truly dense as a clinician to not notice that all the heavy smokers have respiratory diseases, they're cachectic, they don't have a lot of muscle mass, their skin looks like trash. You know what I mean? You really think that's not affecting their internal organs? Well, and how really? many years did it take them? That for years they they encouraged doctors encouraged people. To I smoke. know, and this is why for, for, you know, for a long, long, right. long time. And this is why Hippocrates said, you know, physicians are many in title and few in reality. Right. But you well, don't get to say that did. in academia. Oh, it's it's upsetting. It's upset. You're upsetting well, your colleagues. Yeah. Forgive me, but my colleagues are a joke today. Well, and they look really at what they did for a long with the time. food. The food pyramid. They were they were talking oh, to a lady who was in on the, the creation of the original food pyramid. Yeah. And she was like, the food pyramid that they released after the special interests got involved looked nothing like the one we recommended. The one they yeah. recommended looked a lot like the vertical right. diet that, that, Absolutely. that we recommend to people. Yeah. And after the special interests and all the money got involved, it was upside down. It was like the cereals and everything mm -hmm. were the base of the pyramid. Right. Uh, whereas before, this, you know, it's just yeah. nuts. And this is why you need to be on our email list because we say things like this out loud. And we get punished in our social media because of it, because we just don't want to live in this world where it's like, oh, you're all going to be sick, pathetic, weak, unimpressive, you know, plagued with brain fog, fatigue, weight problems. You're going to be unhappy and you're going to own nothing and, and you're going to like it. Mm. What planet are these people on? So be on our email list because that's where we, we you'll get our uncensored content and our, our weekly webinars that Jim and I hold at 10 o'clock on Thursdays. What is our topic on tomorrow, Jim? Mind, body, medicine. No, wait, today. 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 I know what right day it is. This, doctor. Alert it's mind, body, medicine, right and blood pressure, I believe. Um, and then be here tomorrow because the three of us are going to tackle the Joe Mercola article on estrogen and how evil it is. Maybe it's like because Halloween is coming up. Everyone's talking about the evil signs of everything. I'm, I'm like it's it's a weird week, right? It, it's it's a full it's a full frontal attack on anything anyone can do to optimize their longevity and health. I mean, the mm. pep, they're going after peptides hard, real hard. I even got an email so from the Dutch test uh, people. Really? I subscribe to their you know emails and mm -hmm. they they had um a podcast that came out yesterday the dark sides of estrogen and i was very surprised i was very so i was very surprised to see that they put that title because they they're testing um you know fertility. and then i was trying to listen to the podcast they took it down and they sent out an apology because of their title um, it says an apology and clarification regarding our recent podcast episode. And they yeah. even said, we allowed the title of the week's podcast episode to be a bit of clickbait. 
and the title was misleading as our position on estrogen and we and even as to the con content of the episode which didn't delve into hormone replacement therapy at all but instead just dis discussed how xenoestrogens and other environmental considerations you know mm. can, can harm but i'm just like man it's it's been a week well you know i think this is another important point that we like to make which is that and i have a friend who's in marketing he's in digital marketing for doctors and he he says i don't hate the player i hate the game and that's why if you're listening to this you need to really accept the fact that you are your own worst enemy you guys make the market for clickbait yeah be real and that's why you know jim and i will do these things we're like oh let's ask the ai what's what's a good title for today's live yeah but we're honest with you about it and we also want you to realize that when you're in the webinars and on the email list we're just straight up with you because we really just want you to stay engaged with us so that we can stay out of the matrix and not have to go back to working in under fluorescent lighting for you know well, well and the funny and thing too government, is, is you know we're, we're not know. trying to sell you something either right i mean we have courses and things we have things we have to sell jim the food right right we do free. but what we're not we're not trying to say the latest greatest gadget and with us like a lot of the times well, we, sometimes people, we are because they're great some, some, and they're late they're very few and far between, right? Like we're very, we're very judicious like blue blockers, right? It's not like every XYZ supplement is going to solve all of your problems, right? Yeah. You know, right. we, we even tell people that we not might not be able to help you with your problem, but we'll find somebody who can help you, right? Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people that we meet that need a lot more specialized care beyond what we're capable of, right? And that, that goes for anything. Um, Michelle, it's good to see you here. Michelle says, you guys are the best. Thank you for your honesty. Aww. but but you know the, the the thing of it is is like it's gotten so insane that these marketers are having to compete for people's attention by saying more and more outrageous outrageous yeah. things right and so it's uh it's sad really honestly yeah i mean half the time we're talking people out of doing less fancy thing. Like you, a lot of times people are in trouble because they're doing too many fancy things. Well, that's what expertise is worth paying for. Hey, how can you help me get the same outcome for less time and less money? Right? That's it. That's the name of the game. Now, sometimes we'll get the people in who are like, money is no object. I just want to be the latest and greatest, most amazing, like turn me into Dorian Gray or, you know, Count Dracula or whatever. And we're like, all right, well, we can walk you through what all of that looks like. Or Darth Vader. Darth Vader, no. Yeah, we, we don't really specialize in necromancy here at Stillman MD. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, th those are interesting cases. Uh, boy, a lot of stories about those. Um, but yeah, I mean, even those people, we have to be like, hey, you know, I know you think this $50,000 whatever gadget gizmo you have been told is really great is great, but honestly, you're going to actually get better results if you just spend that 20 minutes you're going to spend on that, just going outside and taking a walk in nature. Yep, I agree. Yeah. Shocking, well, we've, I know. We've, uh, we've, we're pushing a half an hour here. So I know, it's enough. Come Tune in tomorrow. Tune I'll get tomorrow. that up as soon as I can. And uh, we love having Miss Lauren here. And, we do. Uh, thank, you for having thank, you for, thank you guys for watching. Make sure you get on our email list. That's super important. Make sure you check out Dr. Stillman's webinar on Saturday. All drop us a like, give us drop a share, us a like, a subscribe, give us a comment. comment. If you're listening to the podcast, somebody, give us a review. Really enjoy it. So. <laughs>
We just gave them like eight calls to action. I know. <laughs> like, I mean, you know, take people a lot of work to do. All right. I'm going to leave the studio now, everyone. Bye. All right. Have Bye. a great day. See ya. Bye, Jim. Bye, Lauren.